0: Well, good morning, everybody. This is Tobias Rex, and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at you right now. Uh, This morning, I'm going to be discussing a very popular mythical sea monster. It was first referenced in the Bible, and there has been games, books, and movies featuring it ever since. People have referred to it ever since as the Leviathan. And I'm pretty sure after this episode, you'll never look at the Leviathan the same way again. Ready? Here we go the leviathan is a creature with the form of a sea serpent from jewish belief referenced in the hebrew bible in the book of job psalms the book of isaiah and the book of amos the leviathan of the book of job is a reflection of an older primeval monster some 19th century scholars have interpreted it as referring to large aquatic creatures such as the crocodile and the word later came to be used as a term for great whale as well as for sea monsters in general Sea serpents feature prominently in the mythology of the ancient Near East. They are attested by the 3rd millennium BC in Sumerian iconography depicting the god Ninurta overcoming a seven-headed serpent. And it was common for Near Eastern religions to include a cosmic battle between a sea monster representing the forces of chaos, and a creator god or culture hero who imposes order by force. The Babylonian creation myth describes Marduk's defeat of the serpentine goddess Tiamat, whose body was used to create the heavens and the earth. The mention of the tannins in the Genesis creation narrative, translated as Great Whales in the King James Version, do not describe the creature as harmful, but as just ocean creatures who were just part of God's creation. The element of competition between God and the sea monster and the use of Leviathan to describe the powerful enemies of Israel may reflect the influence of the Mesopotamian and Canaanite legends or the contest in Egyptian mythology between the Apep snake and the sun god, Ra. And alternatively, the removal of such competition may have reflected an attempt to naturalize Leviathan in a process that demoted it from deity to demon to monster. Jewish sources describe the Leviathan as a dragon who who lives over the sources of the deep and who, along with a male land monster, behemoth, will be served up to the righteous at the end of time. And the Book of Enoch describes the leviathan as a female monster dwelling in the watery abyss, while Behemoth is a male monster living in the desert east of Eden. And the enormous size of the leviathan is described by Yohanan Bar-Napaha, from whom proceeded nearly all the Agadot concerning this monster. This is what he said, Once we went in a ship and we saw a fish which put his head out of the water. He had horns upon which was written, I am one of the meanest creatures that inhabit the sea, I am 300 miles in length, and enter this day into the jaws of the Leviathan. And when the the Leviathan is hungry, he sends forth from his mouth a heat so great as to make all the waters of the deep boil, and if he would put his head into paradise, no living creature could take the odor of him. His abode is the Mediterranean Sea, and the waters of the Jordan fall into his mouth. In a legend recorded in the Midrash, it is stated that the fish that swallowed Jonah narrowly avoided being eaten by the Leviathan. The body of the Leviathan, especially his eyes, possesses great illuminating power. This was the opinion of Robbie Eliezer, who in the course of a voyage accompanied by Robbie Joshua, explained to the latter that when frightened by the source of a sudden appearance of bright light, that it probably came from the eyes of the Leviathan. The word leviathan has come to refer to any sea monster, and from the early 17th century it has also been used to refer to overwhelmingly powerful people or things. And as a term for sea monster, the word leviathan has also been used of great whales, in particular Herman Melville's Moby Dick. And speaking of whales, a prehistoric sperm whale was actually given the name leviathan, except it was under a different spelling. This one went under the spelling L-I-V-Y-A-T-A-N. And even though it's spelled differently, you still pronounce it like Leviathan. And in modern Hebrew, the word now simply means just just whale. And here is the books, games, and films featuring it. Uh, The Leviathan appears in the last book of the 1975 The Illuminatus trilogy by Robert Shea and Robert Anton Wilson as a colossal intelligent sea creature in the shape of a tentacled pyramid. And... In his book, In Search of Prehistoric Survivors, cryptozoologist Dr. Carl Schucker considers the Leviathan to be a myth inspired, at least by part, by sightings of a Mosasaur-type sea monster. In the Dungeons & Dragons novel Darkwalker on Moonshay, set in the Forgotten Realms world, the author, Douglas Niles, presents the Leviathan as a giant sea creature that fights the forces of evil. In Stephen Brust's novel, To Reign in Hell, the Leviathan, female in this case, is one of seven elder inhabitants of heaven who conspire to prevent Yahweh from creating the earth as a sanctuary for himself and those loyal to him. And in the television series Farscape from, two, uh, from 1999 to 2003, the Leviathans are sent in spaceships. More details can be seen on the wiki page list of races in Farscape. In the gothic soap opera opera called Dark Shadows, the, the Leviathans are an ancient race of beings who ruled the Earth long before mankind came into existence. Their forms were hideous and inhuman, although many Leviathans took human shape after they lost control of the planet. And Leviathan is also the name of a 1989 science fiction horror film about a hideous creature that stalks and kills a group of people in a sealed environment, similar to films like Alien from 1979, and The Thing from 1982. Now here is how the majority of you people probably would have first heard of the Leviathan. And it's definitely how I first heard of it. In the 2001 Disney animated film called Atlantis The Lost Empire, which actually happens to be one of my favorite movies of all time, the Leviathan is depicted as a gigantic and terrifying Atlantean war machine closely resembling a mechanical lobster. And it serves as the guardian of the entrance to Atlantis which lies at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. In the opening scene of Atlantis, the Leviathan is revealed to be an aerial warship, but sometime after Atlantis sank, it became aquatic. In the 2003 sequel, called Atlantis Milo's Return, it is revealed that it is still guarding the entrance to Atlantis, but it didn't attack Milo's friends upon their return, since thanks to the crystals they were wearing, it knew they were friends. And speaking of the Atlantean Leviathan, boy has it got a voice. In the Hellraiser series by Clive Barker, the deity that rules, that rules Hell is named Leviathan. However, this being takes the form of a gigantic lozenge rotating in the air above its realm and pertains in no other way to a sea monster. A season 1 episode of Martin Mystery had Martin and his friends dealing with a Leviathan that was guarding undersea treasures. In the television series, Supernatural, the leviathans are an ancient race of monsters that were freed from purgatory when an angel absorbed its entire population. And described by Death as God's original creations, created before angels and humanity but locked away because they proved to be too dangerous, these leviathans are capable of shapeshifting into human form after contact with their DNA, and they're able to eat virtually anything and they're almost indestructible. In the Ninjago Masters of Spinjitzu episode The Last Voyage, Zayn's father is revealed to be still alive and trapped on a prison surrounded by water and guarded by a squid-like creature known as a Leviathan instead of a Leviathan. Dave Bautista wrestled under the name Leviathan in the early 2000s for Ohio Valley Wrestling, WWE's developmental territory at the time, and that was before he got called up to the main roster. In the television series Once Upon a Time, the Leviathan is the war name of Lancelot. And a 2015 sci-fi short, The Leviathan was released on YouTube. And this short depicts the Leviathan as not a sea monster, but a ginormous flying alien whale. In the 2019 film, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, a Titan named Leviathan is contained in Outpost 49 situated in Loch Ness. So maybe it's a relative of Nessie. Now here's the games. In the Disgaea games, the Leviathan is one of six levels of the Sea Serpent class, and that's one of many creatable monster character classes. The Leviathan is also a recurring creature in the Final Fantasy RPG series, often encountered as an obstacle or boss, as well as a water-based summon spell. In Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Leviathan is an amphibious helicopter. That's weird. In GTA 5, there is a roller coaster called the Leviathan. And in the game Dishonored, um, it is hinted that the original form of the Outsider, who is a mystical figure who grants the protagonist magical powers, is the Leviathan. What this means about his relationship to the other whales in the game is left ambiguous. In the game Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War, based on the tabletop war game, there is a massive mobile fortress tank called a leviathan. In the first Borderlands 2 DLC Captain Scarlet, the leviathan is mentioned several times. Large skeletons of what could be the creature decorating the land are seen, and the leviathan is also fought as a boss battle. In Devil May Cry 3, the leviathan, A gigantic flying whale-like creature was released into the human world after Virgil and Arkham summoned a tower into the human world to obtain Sparta's power for themselves. And the demon is eventually killed by Dante, after he destroys it from the inside. And in the game series Gears of War, the, the Leviathan was a species of aquatic animals that lived in bodies of deep water and later on the surface. In the game, they were feared by another enemy, the Locust who wouldn't go anywhere near their territory. In Forsaken, a giant hovering tank named Leviathan is one of the early bosses in the game. And in the Dead Space game, an enormous creature going by the same name is one of the bosses. In the Entropia universe, the Leviathan is a popular creature to kill. In the game called the Ocean Hunter, the Leviathan is the second boss in the game and it is depicted as a giant Megalodon followed and protected by numerous other sharks. And in the underwater game called Subnautica, uh, the Leviathan classification is given only to the largest organisms dominating their local habitat, and it is the largest group in the game. Most members of the Leviathan class have either a serpentine body shape, or are propelled by tentacles, similar to many classic depictions of them. And in my mind, the best story people can listen to on YouTube featuring the Leviathan is the creepypasta deep-sea horror story called The Deepest Part of the Ocean Is Not Empty. In this story, the Leviathan is depicted from the words of a story as an enormous, slithering serpent thing with an endless, snake-like and sharp-finned spine the size of a minor mountain range on its back, and its tail breaks into a thousand other tails, each the size of a six-lane highway and tipped with razor-sharp hooks and a flurry of wing fins that drift, curl, and drag lazily behind it. So I'm telling you guys, the leviathan has been depicted in numerous different ways over the years. But what would a real leviathan look like? The Beast Legends crew never did a leviathan episode, so I decided to design it myself, thinking what would the Beast Legends people do? So here we go. For starters, we give it the basic body shape of that of a mosasaurus. And the story is depicted as a thing of monstrous size. So for that, I would scale it up to anywhere between 150 to 600 feet in length. And it would also have nearly impenetrable skin. So for that, I would give it crocodile armor and webbed pectoral fins on its back. For its head, I would give it the head of a moray eel and Megalodon's teeth. And that's because the bag's got the most ferocious jaws in the ocean. For its four flippers, I would give it long, muscular arms with webbed frog-like hands, similar to those of the Subnautica game, and these would help push its way through the water. For its voice, I was thinking extremely slowed, deepened, and muffled cow vocalizations. And in my honest opinion, guys, I honestly believe that the Leviathan is indeed real. And I'm going to end this episode by quoting the end of that creepypasta story. I have accepted the fact that that thing down there should not be disturbed, and neither should its home. Please, for the love of God himself, do not venture far into the deep, deep pit of the wild Pacific. For all of our sakes.